Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is only for the cool cats. Sterile creeps can crawl out now. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. I need to say something. I know this seems bleak, and it feels like we're all doomed. The point is, I believe that we're destined to succeed. There is nothing that the bad place can throw at us that we can't handle. Because we are an incredible, inspiring, brilliant group of supercharged, debag, ass-wiping maniacs. I mean, look at you. I am so proud of how disgusting and cruel you all are. You suck. You all suck, donkey butts. And now, so let's kick things off with our official Bad Place song. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S Cars for Kids. Ooh, are we singing? Shut up, Glenn. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Monday morning, the 30th of September. Ladies and gentlemen, the monkey has returned. Yeah. Return of the Kev dog, you guys. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said Bean was saying that I was dead. That's well, rare. I mean, it seems to happen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just assumed. I see. You know, I you know how it is. I'm sure. Even when it's scheduled time off, sure. we assume you're dead. Yeah. Plus, you were in Spain and you're Kevin, and I felt like there was a lot that could go wrong. How dare you? Well, I mean, last time a bus nearly ended well, you. <laughs> that's possible, but that doesn't. I learn. I learn from my yeah. mistakes. So. That's what you're well known That's for. That's what I'm well known this for. This time it was a train. You <laughs> <laughs> sometimes don't make great decisions. And I feel like I make pretty solid decisions. And when you're on yeah. vacation, and yeah. I I guarantee you were up 22 hours a day. Not Because you didn't want to waste a minute of it. But not every day. Okay. Mm-hmm. How was it? It was fantastic. Are you sad to I be back? I think i to move there. Yeah, yeah. I said, Kevin, that's where he will end up eventually. No, I mean today. <laughs> oh, okay. See, I meant maybe years down the road. You meant just you came back for more clothes. Right. Okay. They don't um, sell cargo shorts there. <laughs> I, I, have, uh, I have often thought of living in Spain, by the way. I think oh, Spain is don't fantastic. do Kevin. No. Oh, because he Come won't on. go. That's right. He won't right. go. I mean, I think Barcelona might be my 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 backup city to uh, wow. to London. That's how much I love it there. Wow! So I I totally get it, man. Yeah, I totally get it. I Do- imagine you feel very differently about what you love about Barcelona. As what Bean loves? Yeah, I would assume I feel like that's it true. would be very different. I would assume mm-hmm. that's maybe very a little true. overlap, but mostly different. Yeah, I don't think I was at an opium den at uh, 4 a.m. like Kevin <laughs> it was. was. It's not an called, opium den. It's just I a heard club. it was an opium den. It's just a club. That's what it's Discoteca Kevin's back. <laughs> that was my <laughs> Spanish accent. That's interesting. Thank you. <laughs> that was, that was worse than Bean's British. <laughs> hey, welcome back, buddy. It's sort of Italian. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of Italian. Yeah. It's getting there. <laughs> so we'll hear about Espana later then, I take it. Uh, see. 
Okay. And oh, ooh. see how that works. I didn't know you learned that the language while you were bilingual, bitches. Dude. Mm. Kevin's bisexual now, you guys. That's great. <laughs> and uh, Ali, uh, briefly, um, you had a huge weekend. I mean, yeah. Was it fun? I had uh, two performances uh, up at Levity Live, the Improv in Oxnard. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, Friday, I don't remember much of it because it was like a 20-hour day. Yeah. Um, But uh, people said they had fun. <laughs> okay. And... Um, <laughs> Then got to drive back home, then drive back up there Saturday, but met so many really, really nice, both KTLA viewers. I'm like, it's been years, people. You got to let it go. go. Um, And Kevin and Bean listeners, just so kind. Some that drove from Covina. Wow. I was like, you guys are really kind, and I'm sorry that's what you came for. (laughs) I I was wondering if any Kevin and Bean listeners would uh, would come to the thing, and it sounds like they did, and that's great. And uh, from Bakersfield, lovely Kevin and Bean listeners. Wow. Are you kidding me? Yeah, really, really, really kind, really nice, really fun, and seriously, that dude, right? Patrick Patrick Warburton. Warburton? Patrick Warburton is so good. Like, just boom. All of a sudden, he's just a guy on stage with that voice, first yeah. of all. Mm-hmm. He's just, it's it was annoying. amazing. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd give a year salary for his voice. I really would. It's incredible. Yeah. Imagine what I'd give. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's no, uh, there's no video or clips or anything like that. Nothing, no way for people who couldn't be there to see it, Ali? Uh, I don't believe so. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. I hope I you mean, guys are taking for... it on the road, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is my last day. She's I'm helping. I came back oh. to help Kevin move, <laughs> yeah, um, nice. and then okay. I'm heading out. Uh, our first show is in Spain, so <laughs> it's going to be great. All right, um, we have time for the thing, right? Sure, we do. Here's the uh, here's the, the the headline, you guys, and tell me how much of this you want to hear. AutoNation accurate in League City, Texas, employed a weaponized farter, according to a former employee's lawsuit. I would like to hear it all. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> a weaponized farter, you guys. <laughs> Shout out to Mike Catherwood. Right. Uh, we had him uh, here, and he had uh, he was one of those as well. Uh, Brett, we Bland- had to make a rule because of Mike. Yes. Do not fart in the studio. It is a making rules in here. It's a fireable offense. Ridiculous. And by the way, Corolla was also pretty famous for that. He used to to go target you. He'd walk up right behind you and just uh, let loose. Uh, Brett Bland is a car salesman who has had his fill of the raunchy sales bro culture at the Southeast Texas dealership where he used to work. According to court documents filed in Galveston County, Bland is suing his former boss and the dealership's parent company for what he calls a sexually hostile and at times smelly work environment that that he endured, not necessary, not necessary. He endured for more than a year at the AutoNation Acura dealership in League City, which is near Houston, by the way. In the lawsuit... I mean, those sound wet. What are those? Yeah. on. I'm just trying to tell a story. clean their underwear. In the lawsuit, he accuses his former boss, Jeremy Pratt, of weaponizing his own farts and, re- and repeatedly pinching Bland's and other male subordinates' nipples. <laughs> Oh, what? I mean, Gosh. it seems like they buried the lead here. Hey, what? <laughs> I think there's one that's very easy to sue for, when and then said, one that's like, eh. You said pinch. I thought maybe it was good. I don't know. Pinch his nose? No something. Yeah. Well, it makes like, no sense. Like you said, it was a sexually hostile work environment. Yeah. Uh, according to the lawsuit, he reinforced dominance over his subordinates by regularly entering their enclosed offices, intentionally farting, and then laughing as they were forced to breathe soiled air, said the plaintiff's petition. Oh, come on. I'm not doing anything. 
<laughs> it also says uh, that Pratt's behavior was tolerated in the office and by upper management, and that opened the door to even nastier, nastier behavior. Bland accuses Pratt of warning that if anyone complained about him to the HR department, officials wouldn't do anything because Pratt had the director of human resources wrapped around his finger. So um, he is still working there, by the way. They did fire the farter, all right? Mm-hmm. He is still working there. But somehow the dealership instituted a new policy after the manager was fired that said the guy who sued, if he didn't sell eight cars per month, he would be fired, <laughs> well, which was a new policy. possible? New policy against the, the whistleblower, essentially. Uh, that doesn't seem that, fair. That but also, let's go back to the nipples. Yes. You, I, so he's just walking around his work being like, T-twister, T-twister, like just doing it to people? Yes. That seems fireable immediately. It certainly does. The farts Apart are at least a farting. human, you know, like, oh, I fart all the time. I'm sorry, guys. Like, you could probably get away with that. Yeah, but the fart... Oh. Well, not, the... not... Not this one. Whoa. Oh. That, that's a fireable fart right there. Uh, oh. Gentlemen, that... Was a fart. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> but I think it, you can't, I, I don't think there's any way he could defend himself as it just being a slip because he walks into their office, closes the door, walks up to their face, and lets loose. But yeah, the T twisters. I think that's just adding insult to injury. Does not sound like a good place to work, and it sounds like obviously somebody is punishing the guy for the lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's a it's a bad uh, it's a bad deal, and I don't approve. <laughs> Okay, that's plenty. All right, it's talk- Monday. Come on, is that how you want to start? I didn't. St- I didn't pick the story. That's a good point. Let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, shall we? Um, how do you know Kevin again? Soccer, church, desert storm. <laughs> that's an odd choice. Uh, great news on the program today because great it's Monday. news. We have uh, people that you're uh, people who are unattractive that you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. I guess most people consider them unattractive, but we all have those. Yeah. People that we like, um, some like Kevin. Highlights? Like Kevin, you don't get uh, you don't get bonkers, for instance, right? No, I don't. The, wor- the world is in love with her, yeah. and you got nothing for her. No, okay. Mm. If I remember her name, this would help, but I don't. Um, Cotillard. Cotillard. Yeah, Mary, Marion, Marion, Marion. Yeah, bonkers. <laughs> her eyes are all bonkers. <laughs> Felipe Esparza on the program today. Hey, love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've got your tickets for Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights as well. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Oh, okay. Come on, that's, come not, on. that's not hey, necessary. The story's over. Stop now it. you're going to twist my nipples? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Alan McKay. Hey, Bean. What the heck is happening? Well, some movie stuff. Want to hear about it? I do. Here we go. So, Sony Pictures and Disney jointly announced on Friday, it's official, they have reached a deal for Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige to produce the third film in the Spider-Man Homecoming series starring Tom Holland. Yes! And we only have to wait till July 16th, 2021. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's like tomorrow. It is. And as part of the arrangements, Spider-Man will also appear in one future 
Marvel Studios I film. I thought there was a slam the door shut. There's no option. Let's not even consider it Then anymore. they remembered money. Money. <laughs> they were like, wait a minute. We we did some math, and <laughs> we should probably go to lunch. And then they went to lunch, and everything's cool. Uh, Feige also made fans' spidey senses tingle by teasing that as Sony continues to develop their own spidey universe, you never know what surprises the future might hold. So they'll go back to the table mm. and oh, yeah. figure it out as well once they see how much money it makes off of these two new ones. <gasps> Who's excited? I am, actually. Good. Tom Holland, very excited. <laughs> very earnest answer. I mean, you spoke up first. We were all going to okay. say we are as well. Okay, all right, good. Uh, but Tom Holland responded to the news by sharing the clip, clip of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from the movie Wall Street where he breaks the news to everyone that he's not going anywhere. And then the whole office erupts. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. Tom Holland's like, remember that part in that movie? That's me. Like, that's me right now. <laughs> He's like a millionaire. He's at home searching for gifts. Yes, I love it so very much. Ooh, uh, movies this weekend. Not a whole lot going on, but Abominable won the box office this weekend. As All right, let me let me weigh in here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I, I feel like I'm a guy who pays attention to uh-huh. things. <laughs> no idea. I, I, li- I like to stay current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until I saw that headline yesterday, I had never heard of Abominable. Now I know I'm not the target audience. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, looking at, you know, looking online for movies to take my kids to. But like, literally, had never even heard the word Abominable. You paid close enough attention that you would have heard of it. Yeah. I would have heard of a movie mm-hmm. coming out, yeah. a major movie coming out. Yeah. But it was number one at the box office, and I never ever even heard of it. I feel like such a loser. I, I wouldn't. I mean, it's pretty um, judgmental about yourself. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll be I, fine. I had seen a billboard. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Okay. I saw one billboard. Is it about the snowman? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. I think he's like uh, angry at a little kid in the billboard oh. or something. But in truth, you know, they're going to become best friends. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Absolutely. somebody, somebody spoiler heard about spoiler it. Spoiler alert. For it was number six. one. Spoiler alert. Yeah, number one, $20.85 million. Down to Nabby slid into second place. Bean, that's the only movie you've been talking about. How was it? I, uh, I haven't you been. You son mm. of a bitch. I, no, I'm going. Believe yeah, me. Uh-huh. I am I going. I'm very busy, but I cannot wait. I'm super psyched for it. Yeah, it's can't wait. Been That's out super two weeks. Now. Very literal. Can't I wait. Been been out I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Guys, I just saw yesterday, last weekend. Okay. I'm a little bit behind on my movies. Okay. Okay. A little bit. Uh, in third place, Hustlers added another 11.47. I want to see that too. Uh, by the way, $20 million movie uh, to make, and mm-hmm. globally, uh, so far, $95 million. All right. I feel like that's a good return, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It Chapter 2 landed in fourth place, and then, ooh, that can't be great, Brad Pitt. Um, Ad Astra filled out the top five with just $10.2 million. I have heard that is not good. I saw the first one-tenth of that. And what? then next weekend, I'm going to go back for like three-tenths. What? And no. then it's going to take me a good six months to get through Was that Was it movie. in Spanish? No, but it's okay. slow. It's slow. That's what I'm saying. It's slow. Okay, okay, okay. Very slow. It didn't move. Um, you did see it. Yeah. You bought a ticket. You sat down. No, he saw it for reals. I think he was joking that he's. it was long. So you sat Correct. through the whole thing. Yes. Oh. Did you fall asleep? Probably. Okay. Right. 
It's uh, I can't believe you saw Ed Asner. It's very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Slow movie. Did it go through his whole like childhood leading up to all of his no, uh, but it... Ed Asner shows? <laughs> or... <laughs> Big Ed Asner fan over there? Yeah. <laughs> Huge. All his shows and his stuff he's I didn't in. realize all his it's shows and stuff. Movies. <laughs> when he's like, there's no cat. <laughs> did they do that? <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea what you're talking okay. about. Okay. Okay. The movie is called Ed Asner. That's the joke. It's Ed Asner. Oh, it sounds like, yeah. wow. Right. I'm okay not getting that. See, mm-hmm. there he is. You know what it reminds I'm okay me of? Not getting that. Your <laughs> description, your description, Kevin, reminds me of. And I know some people liked it. A lot of people thought it was very slow and boring. Was Solaris? Remember the George Clooney space movie Solaris? Yeah, it was just a lot of like really quiet, like going through space stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was very little. <laughs> there was very little sound in that one. That's what it says on the poster. It's very space quiet stuff. going through space There's stuff. There's a tremendous <laughs> amount of close-up of Brad Pitt. Okay. Go on. And, oh, go you, on. and you hear, he's doing VO, so you hear his thoughts. Okay. Uh-huh. And that's the whole movie. Isn't but it? his face is on the screen, you though, just a lot? The whole time. Right there. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. in. I'm, I'm going. Time. All right. Not enough, not enough louds, sounds like. I just need a I just need a movie to 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 end at a different place from where it began. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. No, that is that is asking for a lot. Ooh, that's a it's not a great review. No, no, no. I didn't love. Okay. There's no catch. All right, there he is again. <laughs> See, because Ed Asner. Yeah, I get it. Now. Sounds the a lot like I'm happy I didn't get it then though. The I'm all right with title. that. It wasn't. It's not great. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some birthdays for you guys. From the Dodgers, Kenley Jansen. Tony Hale. Love. Tony Hale. Mm -hmm. Love him in everything. Forky. Rapper T-Pain. Ezra Miller. Kieran Culkin. Marion Cotillard. Bonkers. How weird we were just (laughs) talking about her. Very strange. Eric Stoltz, Jenna Elfman, Fran Drescher, and on my Mount Rushmore of Hallmark movies, lovelies, uh, Lacey Chabert. Anybody? I didn't understand that last sentence, but okay. Like, there, there are certain people in the Sorry Hallmark movies. Oh, yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Anyone see uh, Billie Eilish on SNL over the weekend? Did not. She was charming and adorable. <laughs> I think she won over a bunch of new fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, Kevin, while you're out, she announced a huge arena tour for next year. I too. saw that. That's she exciting. Just, she blew up fast, yeah. didn't she? Those and, dates uh, are like 2020 or whatever? Yes, yeah, that's I can't right. make it. I already have stuff that we can. stuff that we can. <laughs> Jensen, you would love her. She's so good at concert. I'm the biggest Billie Eilish fan. I think she's amazing. I just have to pick up my cleaning that day, so I can't. I, <laughs> it's just I already have it set in my calendar for next year, and I can't move for, her you can for every that. day of next year. Mm-hmm. No, just the day she's in LA. I oh, can't I travel because those other days I have to get my hair cut. Understood. <laughs> yes, you're very busy. All of the other days you have to get your all hair of them. Cut. Yeah. Um, King of Mexico. Good morning. We had a conversation off the air the other day. I was surprised, by the way. I just read an article the other day about how huge Pokemon Go still is. How huge it still is. I think yeah. it's still like the number one uh, mobile game app, for instance. And still can't uh, actually say it. Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> and I was surprised to find out that there are still people who are buying whatever it is you buy in that game, spending money on the Pokemon <sighs> Yeah, man. And Dave's and Dave is one of those people who's actually spent money on the game. I felt bad because I just spent five dollars to expand my Pokemon Go storage, mm-hmm. so now I could get more Pokemon. Uh, but storage, huh? Not like 
like that seems a little better than what other people purchase. Does it? Well, slightly. <laughs> because He's buying a freaking shed. True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's, how excited can that be? Yeah, but I felt terrible. And uh, you why know, did you feel terrible? Just because you felt like a sucker that you were giving up yeah, money? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I spent five dollars too, just so I could collect more Pokemon. Which You're I a guess, loser. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's the object of the game. Well, of but, course, yeah. But, you know, and I'm still playing Pokemon Go at the same time. So I mean, both you know. are true. But mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun. So I, a, I, I uh, enjoyed it. A, a survey has just been released that said the average iPhone user in the United States spent, guess how much on purchases within apps during 2018? Wow. The average. Average. Okay. I mean, I'll go with what I spend, which is probably about $10 on on two games, like $5 and $5 just to download them. I'm going to yeah. say, wait, this is after you download them, right? Yeah, like this is, is overall. In-app, overall. This is, okay. It, yeah. This is, uh, it says uh, uh, in-app purchases. So I've already yeah. downloaded the app. Now yeah. I'm spending right. money. Oh, okay. I've done, I was, now you're spending I've done money. zero yes. then, but I'm going to be nice and say 10 I would say $50. $79. <laughs> wow. That's 30, average. 30, and if we're all zero. <laughs> Whoa. 36% higher than the year before. Oh so my. this is where, I mean, Apple is smart, by the way, to be encouraging this, obviously, mm-hmm. because they're not making the money off the iTunes downloads. But 79 bucks people are spending. And I assume almost all of that is for games, right? Oh, yeah. I would, I would assume so. almost all of that. And uh, Mario Kart came out last week. And that's like a huge release for them. So it's only going to get higher. Yeah, I bought him a shed. <laughs> I need to store more cards. Yes. Um, by the way, uh, uh, just a, a quick segment. But if you if you've spent a ton of money on uh, in in purchase uh, during uh, with a game app, we want to hear from you at one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. In app purchase is the way that sentence was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. By the way, sure. our friend uh, Rachel is on the phone. Hey Rachel, she, she joins uh, us on K Rock. Hey Rachel, how you how you doing? Hey, are you the one that just took the test yeah, and passed? She's, she's like a therapist now. Yes. Wow. Yes, thank you. Mm. That's me. You've literally just now, you, your IQ is too high and you can no longer listen to this program. <laughs> well, don't worry. She's going to say something that will lower it in a second. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would, we've, we've met uh, Rachel. Would we go to her with our problems? Do you guys think she, she looks like she knows it's what's on going on? on the fence on that one. I'm not positive. Okay. I need to spend some more time with her. <laughs> let, her let, let her make this admission and then we'll okay. decide. Okay, all right. So we're talking about in-app purchases, Rachel, and we heard something about you. Do you want to confess now? Uh, yes, I have spent uh, $1,600 on Pokemon Go. <laughs> what? what? Rachel. You said 1600 <laughs> Did you mean sixteen? Yes. You meant $16. No. 1600 pennies? One, no. Oh. Six. One, six, zero, zero. Over the course of three years. I oh, three years. I was Over out three years. Over three years. That makes yeah, perfect no. sense then. Three um, years. This, this is instead of buying a home? <laughs> Well, I can't afford that anyway. So you could get for sixteen hundred, though, pretty good. Yeah, don't worry, you can live in Dave's shed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Rachel, for for those of us who don't play the Pokemon, tell us how that's even possible to spend that much money. I I mean, I don't even, I can't believe they even make that much available to buy. Sheds, Bean, for God's sakes, we just seriously, what did you buy? Right. Um. I so. Oh no. And then you can hatch them. Okay, so you can buy eggs and then hatch them. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I mostly spend my money on those because you need to put them in a little incubator, and that incubator only lasts a couple times, and so I'm just going through and doing that. I see. Oh, boy. Can I 
answer wow. the question now if I would uh, trust her with my problems? Yeah, same, same with me, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know that your uh, father molested you, but can you hold on for a second? I have an egg that's about to hatch. <laughs> um, Rachel, do you think, uh, as a licensed uh, therapist in the state of California, do you think that this is a healthy behavior? Um, uh, so what I tell myself is that this is no different than, like, spending money on any other type of entertainment. Like, if I went to the movies every weekend, it would pre- be pretty much the same amount of money over the course of a year, so. But do you also see movies? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, this That's is really one of the only things that I, like, spend my money on consistently. And you have the money to do it so that it money. doesn't hurt you. Not You're not spending, spending rent, rent. Yeah. rent money. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, no, I live, I live comfortably. I'm fine. Okay. And what was the best Pokemon you got out of these? Yeah, oh, what you get was the best one. Shed nerd. Oh, I've gotten a lot of Pokemon that are, like, the perfect cats that are... I, it's too much to get into. But no, 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 okay. no. Please, please. <laughs> We've got time. <laughs> uh, uh, I know. I don't think you want to hear it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I have just decided, although uh, Rachel is a, uh, a very uh, consistent and beloved Kevin and Bean Lister, that I am going to turn her into the cops. <laughs> I've just decided. I'm, tr- I'm turning her in. I'm sorry. All right, Rachel. Well, don't make any more dumb decisions. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you, okay? We love Rachel. Thank you. Okay. Let's go to uh, Connie West Covina, line three, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Uh, we're talking about in-app purchases. The average for an iPhone user is $79 per year. Mm. Connie, what's going on with you? Hey, last night I, I freaked out and I spent like 30 bucks, yeah. and I've never done this before. <laughs> was it a one-time <laughs> purchase, 30 bucks? No, it was like multiple small ones for gold bars for a game I haven't played for like six years. <laughs> and you just oh got back God. into it? Like so how you just much, couldn't stop yourself? How much was each gold bar? Uh, I was doing, first I started off $1.99 for 10 and then I got a little bit more. And I just, just felt like I deserved it. <laughs> I never spend money on crap like that. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, like you decided it was time to treat yourself. Yeah. I did. I was like, why am I suffering? I have the money. Okay. <laughs> and then I All felt right. terrible about myself. Oh, Look, if you terrible. can make yourself happy for 30 bucks, spend <laughs> spend the 30 bucks. You're not crazy like Rachel. That's exactly how I felt. Thank you, Zach. We appreciate it, Connie. Let's go to Tim, by the way. He worked for a mobile gaming company. Maybe he can shed some light on this. Tim, line two, Whittier. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks. Uh, So what it is is there's not just these people who pay money to keep playing, Mm -hmm. but there's also this new other kind of game called a gotcha game where it's kind of like a a machine where you put your money in and a random toy drops out. So, for example, the Mario Kart game that just came out, there are certain characters like uh, Mario wearing a special hat or Princess Peach or something like that that you can draw, and you can technically draw for free if you keep playing, and they'll say, but if you pay a certain amount of money, it's like 20 30 bucks, you can draw 10, you're guaranteed to get at least one of them for free, but mm-hmm. it's not always the one you want, and these drop rates are like 5 to 1%. So you have people who don't pay any money, but then you have whales who will pay hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, to get these one percent characters, and they'll do it every single time. Thousands. That is technically gambling. That's the. There's a whole thing about that going on right now. I think Europe's trying to legislate on it. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to think. The companies are trying to say it's not gambling because you don't get any physical items. But 
There's actually a lot. Just literally just throwing right your money away. We're not gambling because we don't give you anything good. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, jeez. Not again. So what's happening? So, Kevin, while you were gone, um, we hold had on, a Hold lot- on, hold on. Okay. Yeah. We had a lot of issues with Bean's mic. Uh-huh. And sometimes you'd hear that noise and then he'd be gone. <laughs> right. So we finally get everything fixed. And then all of a sudden we hear that and we all get so freaked out like, oh, it's happening again. We're like, oh, no, Bean, are you there? Oh, I was just pouring myself a A&W. <laughs> it's like, a and w root beer time, you guys. And he said it was so far away from the mic, but the new mic processor that he's using picks it up so well. Oh, that's funny. We freak out. He's like, nope, just pouring myself a cold one. Oh, God. Yes, we had one day where we were barely on the air, but we got it all fixed up. Good times. Yeah. Got it all fixed up. We should have this down by about the end of the year. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, you guys, there's, uh, this was a tough, uh, a tough week for the Republic, so we're going to forget about all that right now and instead bring you some great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for great news today. Great news. I will start the opening day of the International Association of Athletic Federations. The IAAF World Athletic Championships took place this past weekend in Qatar or Qatar, however you say that. Um... And there was a weird, beautiful moment of sportsmanship in the men's 5,000 heat. There's two runners. One is from, uh, and he's going to say this at the beginning, and I'm going to try to say it, but mm-hmm. it's all basically the name of the country and the runner. Uh, Guinea-Bissau is the country, and the name of the runner is Brahma Sankar Dabo. I think you got all of that. Yeah, you nailed, I think you it. nailed it. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a fellow runner from Aruba, Jonathan Busby. Much easier to say, but he's on the home stretch and just is about to collapse. I'm literally just about to collapse. So neither of them, of course, are, you know, going to win the race. They're in last place. Mm-hmm. And they just want to finish. And the guy who is not able to finish is helped by the other runner who takes him, puts his arm over his shoulder, oh. and carries him all the way down to the finish line. And this is what it sounded like. Dremo Sukar Davo of Guinea-Bissau is literally dragging the brave Aruban, Jonathan Busby, to the finish line. They are going to finish together here. Listen to the crowd, by the way, going Uh crazy. The crowd are on their feet. Anybody who's able. (laughs) What kind of crowd is this? I mean, you didn't need to bring that up. For those that can't get up, you should. This is a pretty important moment. Standing to salute this outstanding demonstration of sportsmanship and camaraderie. Bremer, Sukar Davo, and Jonathan Busby 
to a huge ovation from this massive crowd in Doha. I mean, and barely walking at this point, wow. but the crowd is so into it because this one dude is helping the other dude. So all he wanted to do was just lay down on the yes. track and sleep, and the yes. other guy dragged his ass. I, I got to be honest, I'll post the video. There are questions as to whether the guy from Aruba wants to finish. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just leaves me. Finished the 5,000 meters. And what a demonstration of the esprit de corps huh? and the friendship that exists between runners of all levels from all countries around the world. That is some phenomenal broadcasting, by the way. I love that guy. <laughs> I know that's not the takeaway that's of the not story. That's the point. But I'm just saying the that was very well done. The point is human spirit where the yeah. guy doesn't yeah. just finish, but he waits and helps the guy across the line. But yeah, the- he did make sure dude from Aruba, like, Came in last. Came in last. Right? <laughs> look, look, I carried you. Let me just take one step. Let me do it. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's my great news. That is a very sweet story. I've got uh, one as well. This is Richard Flynn. He is the co-founder of a place called War Performance. It is a motorcycle repair shop based out of Marengo, Illinois. And they have a policy there where if you're if you're riding one of their motorcycles and you break down, they will come out and help you. Either get you towed or fix your bike on the road, but they do not leave anyone behind. Well, he gets that call over the weekend. Unfortunately, Mr. Flynn is at a Wild West uh, town theme park in Union, Illinois, with his (laughs) six-year-old daughter celebrating her birthday at the amusement park. She's turning six. She's at an amusement park for her birthday. Dad gets the call that says there's a motorcyclist 30 miles out of town who needs help. And he says, I'm at my daughter's birthday party. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he says, beat it, beat it, kid. (laughs) He says to her, oh, I got this call, but I don't want to interrupt your birthday party because I know how special this is for you, sweetheart. And she says, we should never leave anyone behind. Let's go. She a Marine? She's not a she's she not a marine. Crawled out of that birthday party. <laughs> but she insisted on going with her dad to fix the guy because she said it's the right thing to do. That's what you do. Wow. I mean, how how selfless is this little six year old, right? At her birthday yeah. party. This is little Sammy. She was repaid for her kindness only weeks later when the motorcyclist returned to her family's repair shop to give her a thank you gift for her compassion and for giving up her party. And all of the motorcyclists in Morango heard about it and they came to sing happy birthday to her. Aww. And the people who work at the Wild West theme park heard about the story and they volunteered to throw her a big birthday party free of charge as well. She's like, look, it's been a long day. I'm tired. <laughs> Can we table some of this for tomorrow? <laughs> Although the gifts meant the world to Sammy and her family, her father says that he is ultimately grateful for this mishap so he could witness his daughter's good deed. I was just so proud of her that day. And since then, she always asks if she can come on the pickups to help people out. She's learning early on that giving is so much better than receiving. And, you know, it's funny. We've been doing this great news feature for a long time now. How often we see, you know, from the mouths of babes, these very sweet stories come. You know, there are some kids out there who are being raised right and are turning into great, great humans. And that is my great news. Excellent. Uh, you guys know um, about the rare skin condition uh, vitiligo, right? Yes. Uh, it affects such a small portion of the population. I think it's like tops 1%. There's that uh, that one model who's become quite famous with vitiligo mm-hmm. who's been kind of, kind of a, uh, you know, kind of somebody who's really raised awareness of it and has been mm-hmm. kind of a role model for people who suffer from that. Yeah, you lose pigmentation in kind of random patches um, of your skin. Um, there is a gentleman who started noticing in his 30s that it was happening to him. His name is Joao Staniganelli. 
Yep. Nailed it. Let Thank uh, you. Kevin pronounce it, please. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Nostal Nenaganelli. Uh, Joao Stanganelli. Look, I'm not even looking at it. Yeah. Just... You nailed it. Okay. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, he is now a 64-year-old grandfather, um, and he's semi-retired, and he was trying to figure out like what he could do, and he was just bored. So he started crocheting dolls, just randomly, and he made his first and only doll at that point at that time, um, a single doll for his granddaughter, but he decided to give the doll a vitiligo, so his granddaughter would say, oh, that's my grandfather in that doll. That's that's what he made right there. And then he noticed, like, how other people, when they would see the doll, they'd say, oh, what's with that doll? What's, what's the difference? And she would explain, oh, that's my grandfather. He's got this skin thing, blah, blah, blah. And he realized how important inclusivity was for kids with that skin condition to be able to say, I have a doll that looks like me. It's so important for kids to see if they have a medical condition, if they're... No um, matter what it is. Yeah, no matter what it is, let alone different races of dolls, that type of thing. So he has been making now these crocheted dolls. He's a 64-year-old grandpa. It can't be good. I mean, they're adorable. They really, they really are. So now he's making all of these dolls and he just wants kids to feel like they matter and that no matter what you look like, you're you're normal. You're just a little bit different. That doesn't make you unnormal or abnormal. A lot of people would say that word is. Guys, I'm, uh, I'm barely sleeping, having some issues, and I really want it to be better. But Joao, it's J-O-A-O. That's Joao, right? Joao. Feels Stanganelli. like you were heading for the dismount and then. <laughs> I'm right back on. Now I'm doing the run up again. What am I doing? That's my great news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Listen, to me, everyone's beautiful. That's all I'm saying. That's on, the inside, on the inside or on the outside? Uh, both, Bean. He's oh really? Years. Yeah. So there's no ugly people in the world. No, Kevin. don't be ridiculous. No, so I mean, you... we don't have hours of tape of him saying <laughs> certain people are ugly or that ugly people are awful. <laughs> we were uh, having a conversation last week. Uh, Allie did a story in her "What's Happening" about a Billy Joel TV show. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what it was. They're gonna make a TV show based on his songs. Yes. And I made the joke. I said, have they hired the pug yet to play Billy Joel? And then we got to talking about how Billy, for a long time, I don't know if he still is, was kind of on your to-do list, right? Yeah, he was Like, on- if you had an opportunity. That's, oh, a, that's Chewy. Okay. And I don't think most people find Billy Joel to be a good-looking dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on my, my top five list of men for a long time. Did you, at that time, consider him good-looking? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely, really? yeah. But he never was. You understand no. that, right? <laughs> He I always looked like he always looked like a boxer who lost every fight. <laughs> I don't. And know. He did a lot look, of fights. He looked like a lonely toe. <laughs> oh. No, there there is a a cover of a Billy um, Joel album where he is hot. No. Yeah. Mm, sorry, yeah. denied. Well, I mean, Photoshop exists, Sally. You understand no, this? That, I don't right? think he's ever been. I don't think he's ever been hot. I mm-hmm. think he's been the most attractive accountant. Is that what you mean? Like he's never been like hot. <laughs> Okay. I I always found him just kind of hot. Did you finally age out, though? I aged out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. In other words, he wouldn't be interested in you. If you you had a a daughter, though, he might look that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'd be totally into it. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Who else, Sally, do you find attractive or sexy who is not considered conventionally good looking? I think if a lot of people passed this man in the street, they'd be like, that is a walking thumb. (laughs) And that man is Benedict Cumberbatch. 
He looks like a thumb. Yeah, that's true. I, 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 I think certainly millions of people find him sexy. But not classic. I went on record as saying sexy. I think he's kind of a hunk. But I know that he's, uh, you know, un, uh, naturally he looks yeah, a, a bit gross. Unconventionally attractive, yeah. 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 So if he weren't a big movie star, you think no one would ever look at him twice? Uh, probably. Or if you didn't get to know his personality or right. whatever. Yeah. And then um, one of my all-time favorite tweets is, uh, Adam Driver looks like someone tried to draw Keanu Reeves from memory. <laughs> <laughs> so I would add Adam Driver to that list. You look at him and you're like, that. nothing about his face is right. <laughs> um, but it's super hot. I think a lot of people would agree with oh, you on Adam yeah. Driver. Yeah. He's a Again, sex fame. Symbol. Fame makes him a sex symbol. Uh, mm-hmm. but I, I, mine is also a sex symbol by fame as, as well. And I hate to bring it up because I don't want to call her... Uh, she's not ugly. She's Megan Fox. Non-traditionally uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> unconventionally attractive. Shirley Manson. Oh, oh okay. she's I nothing but hot. But I could see that she's unconventionally. unconventionally. She wouldn't be like a, in an ad, like a Victoria's Secret runway show right. or something. Right. right. But, but I, neither would she's most incredible. But she's a really pretty woman, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I just yeah. tried to come up with an example, I can't believe man. you think she's ugly, Kevin. I don't. Uh, she's <laughs> really? a I don't think she's really good looking. I find her attractive. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. We're going to take, uh, by the way, that accent. I mean, I don't care what she looks like with that accent. <laughs> she would be uh, can hot. I at least say one that's actually on the list for this? Yes, but let me give out the phone number. Yeah, right. was you, on the list. you understand these are our personal Your choices. opinions are wrong. Yeah, yeah but okay. Kevin's was definitely wrong. All right, we're taking your calls on this at 1-800-520-1067. Your friends do not see what you see in that person. Maybe they mock you for finding this person sexy or attractive. We'll be nice, though. We will not mm-hmm. mock. But they do it for you. All right, Jensen, who's yours? I think Tilda Swinton is an attractive lady. She's very attractive. I agree with you. I'm attracted to Conan, and they're basically the same person. (laughs) So, yes, I get it. I I don't get that. See? I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I will I, say, though, that Tilda Swinton, in most of her wacky movie roles, does everything she can to look as much like an alien as possible. Mm-hmm. In other words, she's not presenting right. herself in a way that would make her look attractive to most people. But if you see her, you know, at an award show or something like that, I think she always looks like a, a very together lady. Yeah, but she's ugly. She ugly. U-G-L-Y. She ain't got no alibi. She ugly. I'm not <laughs> sure that's what we're saying. I think that most people think she looks like a crane. <laughs> Okay, like the bird. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think she just looks like David Bowie. I have a friend that thinks that Steve Buscemi is a panty dropper. Like, she's like, oh, he is so hot. And I'm like, you're just doing that to be weird. No, no, no. Like, one of the hottest guys in the world. That is a perfect example Mm -hmm. of somebody who is inexplicable, indefensible that he is hot. Another one in the 80s. I thought Sandra Barnhart was really attractive. Like in Sandra the, Bernhardt? Yeah, and like oh, the, the comic? King yeah. of Comedy mm-hmm. days. Like, I thought she was a, a pretty woman. Mm. She seemed hairy to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so... What does that even mean? Let's take a, uh, let's take a call. What does that even mean? 1-800-520-1067. Give me some Jane on line four, please. El Segundo up first. I think this is going to be one that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. Jane, thank you for calling. What's going on? Hey guys, yeah, um, I love Jack Black. Okay, um, I can see that. Like Nacho Libre era Jack Black. Yeah, agreed. And, um, yeah, a lot of people will just be like, but he's like chubby and hairy and sweaty 
and I'm like, and amazing and beautiful and a unicorn. So you know what I, you know what I do love about him is that he doesn't try to Hollywood it up. Mm-hmm. He is who he yeah. is. That's what he looks like. He, he's he's a slob though. He's a slob. He needs a haircut. He needs a shave. He dresses like, like a house painter. Uh, yes, like you said, that. he is sweaty and he's fat. Look, we all love Jack Black, and he's mm-hmm. incredibly nice and talented uh, musically and as an actor. I just. Yeah. I, I, I'm not seeing what you see in terms of sex There's appeal. There's something about his smile. He gives this little goofy smile, and you just see his face light up, and it's like, oh, that's the face of an angel. No, you know that no, smile is su- Satan. No, I support Jane. <laughs> I support you. You do. Absolute. You find him attractive too, Oh, in a second. But face of an angel, you're going to go that far? I'm going to say maybe even face of God. Oh, he maybe <laughs> yeah. he has the belly of a cherub. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Him. Thank you, Jay. We appreciate you listening and calling 1-800-520-1067. You're, nobody in your life agrees with you, but this person is so hot you can't stand it. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We are talking about people who may not be classically beautiful, but you find them hot. Mm-hmm. They're butt ugly. Come on, let's just be honest. Yes, they're you're not the, necessarily oh, butt ugly. They're you're the only one who... The grossest. Thank yeah. you. Uh, before we get back to your calls, 1-800-520-1067. A lot of texts coming in on this topic from the 909. This is Bernice from Riverside in the early 2000s when I was in my 20s. I thought that John Malkovich was super sexy. Allie, agree or disagree? I can see it for sure. Also from the 909, my choice is Adrian Brody. That's pretty. Not, I think that's a pretty common answer here. Big, yeah. Biggest nose in Hollywood. Because yeah, you think yeah. about that nose, you know, like a careful, double careful. up, double up down there. You know oh, what I'm saying, ladies? Jesus, Allie, what are you what? doing? What? I'm sorry. What? And from the five six two, my friend is super into Alan Rickman, and I can't f- help but think soon I'm going to have to get her a seeing eye dog. No, I have bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you really have to worry about that one. He looked better then than he does now. All right, let's go to line uh, three, Gabriel's in Silmar. He's up next in this segment here on K-Rock. Morning, Gabriel. Morning, guys. So for, she's for not she's not technically beautiful, but who do you love? Kathy Bates. Oh. You dirty little birdie. Kathy Bates now, or like it makes a difference, Kathy Bates 40 years ago? (laughs) Oh, that's a big distinction. Give us a time frame, Gabriel. When was she the hottest? In a previous life or this one? (laughs) This one. Kathy Bates in About Schmidt. Oh, she has a nude scene in that. Yeah, she's in the hot tub. That's why you love her. No, no, that's why you love her. She's real bohemian in it, you know? Yeah. It looks like yeah. she would blow your mind. I mean, I don't know what it is. My wife thinks I'm crazy. Well, you're crazy. Well, you are. Yeah. you are crazy, yeah. To her so team wife. So you're just, into, you're just into hippie chicks? No, not really. I don't know. It's just her. She just does it for me. I okay. like that okay. about you, Gabriel. I think that's great. All right. <laughs> Good luck. I hope it works out for you, too. Let's go down to Redondo Beach, please. Line six and say good morning to Jose. Hey, Jose. Hey, what's up, guys? My, uh, I have a huge crush okay. mm-hmm. on yes. Leslie Leslie Jones from oh. SNL. She is beautiful. Okay. I can see that. You know what it is, is that if you can fall in love with their personality, for the most part, you can mm-hmm. accept how whatever they look like. If you like it their personality. It helps that she's really funny. But, yeah. you know, she would make a man out of any of us. You know that. I, I That's not a disagreeing <laughs> yeah. point. I, I think he's right. She would break me. Yeah. And, by the way, you'd have to do whatever she wanted to yep. do. By yeah. the way, she wins. So, all right. We will allow it. Thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Jessica. She's on line one. She's in Long Beach. I think there will be a lot of support for her in the K-Rock audience. Jessica, hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Who's yours? 
Mine is Tim Armstrong from Rancid. Oh, 100%. Love him so much. 100%. He's also one of those guys like Jack Black that does not try to look beautiful by Hollywood standards. Whatever. And he's also personality plus. Like, you can't help but love he's spending the time with the person. dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's all of it. Yep. I, I hope, uh, sings, I hope it happens for you, Jessica. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the call. All right, guys, I'm ready to unveil mine. Okay. okay. Oh, unveil. Some more calls at 1-800-520-1067. Because I know, I know you guys are going to accuse me of making it up, mm-hmm. or you guys are going to accuse me of just trying to be controversial, but I am sincere, and I've said this since the minute I saw her on television. Phyllis Diller. <laughs> <laughs> good, uh, good reference. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, Jessica Tandy. No. Okay. It's funny that I'm just this. Oh, okay. Carol Channing. Lena Dunham. Uh, oh, God. Lena Dunham is so hot to me. No. And I'm no. not even joking. No. Even, at her, even at her sloppiest on girls. <laughs> no. she, sloppiest. Sloppiest. sloppiest is a good term. She, I just think, I mean, some of it is, I think she's super smart and super funny. And I know she annoys the F out of a lot of people. <laughs> but I'm not one of those people. I adore her. And you can't stop me. I love. I'm giving I, you a zero for the day. <laughs> I loved Girls. I thought I had fun with it. Right. That was a good show. I never watched it and thought she was attractive. But she's the voice of a generation. She is. She can be a voice of a not, generation. But... She is the voice of white feminism. She is rotten. It was a, <laughs> it, um, I'll just say she is rotten. Okay. I she's love rotten. her. So you don't like her personality or politics no. and her, her everything her about her is and everything rotten. else. But how about physically? I think she's she's a schlub. She's you need all like, of that other stuff. You yeah. need personality and everything else to make yeah, up for the look. Somebody, she has a if great somebody's personality. unconventionally attra- un, like not attractive, mm-hmm. and then they don't have anything else to back it up, right. they're but even I she, uglier. I think she's super funny and super talented. No, she's not super funny. She is mm-hmm. super funny. Nah. Huh. Well, Kevin, you didn't watch Girls, by the way. I watched, I watched enough episodes and, to know of, of it. Sure. So, by the way, her and Adam Driver together, Allie, that's the one-two punch, right? Yeah, you were except just Adam saying. Driver's hot and not a white <laughs> feminist. <laughs> All right, so I can't get anyone on board with me and Lena Dunham. Nah. Uh, I no. think you might be alone. I mean, Jack Antonoff found her. We love Jack. He found her attractive enough to live with her for like four years. And then he was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get, back. let's get back to your calls. Let's go to uh, let's go to Nicole Lahabra, uh, line seven, please. I couldn't disagree more strongly with people who disagree with her. What? what? Hi, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, hi. Good morning, guys. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Who is it for you? Jason Schwartzman. Hot. Very hot. I would so think people hot. find him, like, classically hot. Yeah, no? who doesn't find him hot, Nicole? Oh, my God. All of my friends you need, he's a troll. You need new friends. Okay. We will be your friends, I know, Nicole. Exactly. My, my kids are horrified. I have them on my screensaver, and they nobody can understand. They're like, mm. how do you not, how do you like this guy? <laughs> You'd love you... my temple. <laughs> you keep doing what you're doing, Nicole. There's no shame Everyone in loving like Jason Schwartzman. Thank All you right, very thanks much. for the call. Appreciate it. All right, let's go to Will in Whittier just to annoy Kevin. Hey, Will, line five. Welcome to the Kevin Bean Show. What's going on? Good morning, party people. Good morning. morning. Barbara Streisand. Oh, you're uh, absolutely right. I think Kevin he's right too. I think you're he's absolutely right. Also. right. What yeah. you think he's right too? Yeah, yeah. I, think I mean, she's she's 75 yeah, now, now, so it's a little late, yeah, but, but, but she was gorgeous as a young younger woman. She was gorgeous. a hot, hot little Yentl. Was she? Yeah, she looked. Yes. she was pretty. Wasn't she a boy in Yentl? <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean. K-U.
Tally's got what's happening here on this Monday morning Kevin and Bean show. Well, Kevin uh, was out of the country this past week. You were in Spain. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that Shakira and Jennifer Lopez were announced as the performers at the Super Bowl I halftime did not. show? I thought Jennifer Lopez already was. No, she had been rumored to oh, be. Oh, I but confirmed. Now the official confirmation: Shakira and J Lo okay. are going to be performing. Why do you guys Super think Bowl the halftime NFL show? needs to pick two pe- two different artists all the time? Is it just to reach more fans? I mean, it's also, I guess they it's sort of... They almost never just let one band or artist... Well, it's well, more it... impressive to say we have J-Lo and Shakira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. either one of them would be fine on their own, but it makes it even a more unmissable event if you have two superstars. I'm not sure Shakira is a Super Bowl headliner on her own. No, I think but J-Lo is. But she's a big draw for yes. a lot of people. Yeah, but she's to, a together, great too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't, you can't miss it, but... Wait, can't. what? I'm sorry. You can't miss it. You can. Well, n- miss it. Okay, so you're not as thrilled. No. Okay. What if I told you this? Since the Super Bowl is taking place in Miami, naturally. Miami sound machine. Well, no. that's one. Gloria Stefan no. is is <laughs> no. is this is her uh, third. Her third is, Super Bowl. Uh, well, it's not confirmed yet. Okay. Um, she has made two halftime appearances: 1992 in Minneapolis, 1999 in Miami, where it's taking place again. However, someone else wants in, and it makes perfect sense in is it Miami. Mr. 305. Oh, it's no. Mr. No. Give it to him. <laughs> they're building. They're building this halftime show just to say go someplace else to me. J Lo and Pitbull uh. have already been in the negotiation stage. This is according to a report by TMZ. Apparently, um, a report states that the higher ups at Rock Nation, they're the ones that are producing the halftime show, said that there will be other surprise acts, and the choices were between Pitbull and Gloria Stefan, mm-hmm. which. Those are two, Those are two terrible Kevin's choices. You gotta have them both. Gotta have them you both. You gotta. You gotta, gotta put have them both. Them and you know what they gotta do the whole time? Countdown. Yes. Yes. One, oh, she counts two, up. Three, right. four. And then he'll go ten, nine, eight, seven, and they'll meet in the middle. Oh, that'd be huge. Mr. Worldwide. Nope. I'm already out of Mr. Worldwide. You hate it so much. Oh. It's world, worldwide. Right. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw the headline, Pitbull is reportedly pushing for a 2020 Super Bowl halftime show perfect. appearance. I was like, oh, I, I hate to, I hate to say this, this but uh-huh. how do you not have Pitbull out if you're you already have to. doing a, have if you're to. already doing a Latin themed music? You have show, to. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. You have to. I agree. All right. But it's good that there's nothing about that that makes me want to see it. Okay. So now I can go get ice cream or whatever during halftime. Or switch over to the, you know, the puppy bowl or whatever's going sure. on. Sure. Like you do. Mm-hmm. I, I do, love that during like, halftime, like, people was, get dipped, yeah. they get <laughs> tacos, get they get whatever. You're getting ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> well, there's food before. Uh, you guys live like animals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Halftime's his dessert. <laughs> it's very strange. Very, very strange. Um... Drake, wow. His store in Los Angeles was vandalized with the words Leave LA written in spray paint. No. Hollywood Unlocked reports that the incident took place uh, between Thursday evening and Friday morning. The site also reported that his home in the city was vandalized as well. But his Hidden Hills home was untouched because, I mean, that's... behind the gate. That's too far. It's too. also, yeah. It's, it's Why secure. all the... Jensen, uh, you're our uh, rap correspondent. Uh-huh. Why all the hate for Drake? I mean, he is the easiest person. He's kind of like a meme to hate. You know what I mean? But this seems a little more direct, I think, if they're doing yeah. his house and his store. Yeah. So... 
Does you he think have a feud was, going on with somebody? It's not probably like nice. some 15-year-old kid. Drake mm. was hitting on his girlfriend. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with someone's parent that he's hitting on. <laughs> no, yeah. no. He hits on young, young, young girls is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Drake is a creep. 20,000 fans descended on Manhattan South Street Seaport to see breakout rapper Drake. No, no. Oh. Rapper. Oh. Just rapper. Yeah, I didn't say that, rapper. ma'am. You you calm down. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a good situation though for Drake's no. store and his uh, in his home. Leave L.A. I mean that's bunch of skater kids. <laughs> Get off my beach. <laughs> These are my waves, Drake. Locals only. Beat it. Get dude. out of here, man. Shock a bra. Venice is ours. That'd be rad. I'd be into that. Uh, Bean, you're one of those tea guys. Very much so. Tea guys. He drinks a lot of tea. Okay. And now that he's do you moving have to tea London, and do you put your little finger up when you drink the tea? Are you classy? Your I, tiny I little finger. I clean you it do. up. Yeah. You queen it up. Yeah. <laughs> but now that he's moving to London, he's always like, "Gonna go down for a cuppa." Gotta get a cuppa. Sure. I mean, why? Why is tea, why is tea in the WhatsApp? Uh, here's my question: Do you <laughs> get uh, do you get that like classy tea that comes in like a, a real pretty little like silk satchel? You one of uh, those guys? It is funny you should say that because <laughs> I am I am not a tea snob. Mm-hmm. I will. I'm just as happy having a a, a regular you know Lipton's uh, tea bag mm-hmm. as I am a fancy uh, Earl Grey. Okay. Honestly, it doesn't matter to me. I just don't have a sophisticated enough palate, I think, to appreciate the wide. It's like people are with wine. Some people right. can't tell the difference. Some people really can. Well, just I've let got me a know. Tea bag for you. What? When? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you can taste huh? the difference in that one. I'm sure. <laughs> Why'd you have to make what? it ugly? What are you talking about? Well, here's the thing. When you move to London um, and people are like, ooh, I'm fancy. These are the only kind of teas I drink. It comes in this pretty silk satchel. Avoid those fancy teas. Oh, okay. Why? Because McGill University research found that those silken bags that many of the fancy teas come in actually deposit billions of particles oh. of microplastics into the tea. All right. I, I, had, I used those tea bags this morning, really? this morning, the, the fancy ones. How do the particles wow. taste? A lot of plastic. You got so <laughs> much plastic in your belly. Billions of particles. Yes. That's not what you want. You don't I'm want gonna, it. I'm going to poop out a Tupperware. I mean, I mean, that would really, really be amazing. Wouldn't I'm going to poop out a Tupperware. You should on the radio. Said. Film it and then sell it. It's a good title for your memoir, Bean. Well, I do believe they land on the moon. Thank you, sir. Excellent. All right. Woo! Some birthdays for you. Fran Drescher, Jenna Elfman, oh, Eric Felipe Stoltz. just got his card left. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. We lost him. Um, come on, man. Lacey Chabert, Marianne Cotillard, Kieran Culkin, Ezra Miller, Kenley Jansen, T-Pain, and one of our all-time favorites, Arrested Development, Veep. He is forky in Toy Story, Mr. Tony Hale. We love you so much. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Felipe Esparza. Yeah. 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 What's up? Good morning, everybody. He's back, you guys. Guten Morgen. And the same to you as well. (laughs) Stand-up comedian, actor, podcaster, what, huh? Hmm? I took German in in, um, high school. Wrote about high school. Rough Riders. You you took German? (laughs) Yes. Why? Because we had to take a foreign language. Uh I didn't want to take Spanish or um, French or anything else. And my, uh, most of my friends took Germans, so we took Germans. Why didn't you want to take Spanish being born in Mexico and not speaking Spanish time. very well? You just breeze right through it. Because I was speaking English, you know, having tough with English grammar, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Spanish grammar going to be rough, too. Oh, yeah, okay. I took a challenge, took German. 
And have you, have you had a lot of yeah, have you been use able to for use it? German? Yeah. When I see a tourist, something in the elevator, they start talking, and I tell them that I don't speak German that well, but I know what they said. <laughs> I am totally I'm spying like, on you right now, German tourist. That's pretty tourist. good. Expression, the Deutsch nicht so gut. What is that? I, I don't speak oh. German very well. <laughs> and we learn songs like Oh du bist schon Come give me deine Hand Ich mir You know the I want to hold your hand in German Oh, yeah, oh we all know that You learned that, that in yeah. class? Yeah That's kind of cool The hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, it, I know it's, it's unfair to cast a wide net on German-speaking people But I get nervous anytime I hear somebody <laughs> oh, speaking oh, German Oh, you do? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jensen, you really do Also, it's not a beautiful language uh, No, it's no. not all right, Poetic. Felipe, speaking of language, I'm, I'm very I'm intrigued by this, and forgive me if we've covered this before, but you were actually born in Mexico but moved to the United States very, very young, so did not grow up speaking Spanish, correct? No, I, I grew up speaking um, English and Spanish at the same time, like English at school right away. I learned, mm-hmm. picked it up, and then with my mom, Spanish, so we'll mix Only. it all up. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you just recently did your first ever stand-up show in Spanish in Mexico? Yes, I did it. I oh, was wow. in Tijuana, Mexico. What up? And um, we went to uh, to do, go do it. And um, was that was, challenging for it you? It was challenging to go to Mexico because you know you, you hear all these rumors, you know, sure. kidnappings and all this stuff. They but, might not know, let you back. They don't let you thing. back in. All that stuff, <laughs> you know. What if something happens? You know, computer error. You know. <laughs> but we got there. It was man, it's funny, man. You laugh, but when we went to Mexico, we drove in. There was no uh, border patrol or nothing. Nothing. Really. Oh my. Really, it, it, is. it just come on in. Nah. And then if your car gets randomly selected, like a green light, mm-hmm. they search your car, though. Oh, okay. But, so but it's just as, as far as Border Patrol being there, like, let me see your documents, mm-hmm. nothing. Nothing. Wow. So we just drove right in. I think uh, the bigger problem is coming back, I'd assume. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you do the same special? Like, it's you do an English and a Spanish one, but it's yes. the same material? Same material, all in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Whatever I do in English, except the the play on words and the puns are different. Flip around, mm. yeah. Did you find yourself like almost getting in your head at certain times? Like, okay, that's not going to really go here, that type of thing, or was it just easy? Was it? Seamless? No, it was hard. It was hard for me. It's hard for me right now because um, I know how to speak. I thought I knew how to speak Spanish, but I was only speaking to like to janitors, you know, hotel workers, right? Just limited Spanish. But when I got well, that to sounds Philippe, racist. When I got, <laughs> you know, look, I know how to speak to anybody who um, didn't graduate high school in any Spanish country. You know, where our Spanish is the same. Right. But um, Telemundo, Channel 34. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where I learned a lot of my Spanish. Too. It's tough, man. <laughs> no, you talk just watch those Cubans, they talk too fast. <laughs> Salvadorans, too. Their accent is weird. You know what I mean? They're, they're, it's weird. Just stick with German, man. Just stick with German. <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. When are you going to do your German special? <laughs> um, Kevin, have you, learned, have you learned a lot of Spanish, Kevin, from watching soccer on Whoa! Spanish television? Have I learned a lot? No. Have I learned some? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because there are time, probably 50% of the time when the game that I'm watching is in Spanish. So uh-huh. it's the only way to do it, so I watch it. Yeah, man. And the guy, the famous guy, he speaks real fast, too. Yeah. He's like a tongue twister. Yeah, he's like an Spanish. auctioneer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he gives you a goal. 
then he takes a huge breath and then does it again. Then another one. Hey, Felipe, where do you come down on the great soccer battle of Southern California? Are you LAFC or Galaxy? I'm going to tell you right now, man, I don't even know what teams are out there. In what? All right. Mm. You're a terrible Mexican. Way too busy I never liked soccer, man. I never liked soccer. Was too much do you running. like any sport? Oh, he's a huge Dodger. Man, man. Dodger Dodgers, right. right. But I, know, I know everything about soccer. I know that every Tuesday and Thursday they take over every LA park. Yeah. <laughs> you're, trying to play, you're trying to play baseball. <laughs> uh, you're trying to play baseball or football on Tuesday in any park in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Pico Rivera, Montebello, Downey. No way, man. Kick you Parks out. are closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just soccer. Yeah. yeah, man. But sometimes you play basketball. Like, I remember I was playing basketball over there, and um, um, I don't even know where it is. Whittier. Mm-hmm. No, Figueroa, somewhere mm-hmm. over there. By, um, I don't even know the neighborhood. <laughs> but, but, um, <laughs> Like you, you That's a great like, story. Tell us in German. Like you ain't know that like the Mexicans, you know, who are who grew up, you know, with American culture mm-hmm. and Mexican culture, you know, and the other ones who just got here, you know, immigrants, you know, when they play basketball. Because when we're playing basketball, it's still five on five, right? Right. But then you look at the immigrants, you know, they're like they're playing basketball like seven on seven, half court, <laughs> <laughs> playing with a volleyball. <laughs> When you get a guy from like from, from Monterrey, you know, and your team playing basketball, man, these guys will, re- man, they will get dirty. They will, they'll, they'll, they'll get blood on their elbows. Wow. To grab that rebound. Mm-hmm. So you grab every so you rebound want them on like your a goalie. Yeah. They want, you want them on your oh, team. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah immigrants work harder. Every, That's the thing. They, play, they work real hard, man. Like, real hard. Sometimes when you work with an immigrant, you got to tell them, slow down, man. Hey, 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 hey. And here in America, I don't know if you heard, but we don't finish houses in one day. <laughs> you know, we take breaks here. And You're making fit, us all look bad. And we don't fit. You're making it look bad. We don't fit it. Right here, if you don't finish on time, they don't whip us, all right? <laughs> it's okay to leave slow a little it for down, tomorrow. Slow down, I think we know the answer is how the Sacramento Kings can fix the team this year, though. It's very easy. They're still around? They the, barely. The, the Sacramento Kings? Barely. Yes. Yeah. Technically, they're still a team, yes. Yeah. How many Dodgers games do you get to? Two. That's it. Oh, you are a super always, fan. I'm always on the road, and um, I'm always um, like, I don't even know the players, man. You're a fan, though. That's your team. I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of the team, but I don't. Know, I, I can't tell you like who bats first. Mm-hmm. I just know Kershaw. Okay. Oh, okay. Jensen. I mean, Jensen. sure. Manager. Okay. That works. So okay. you just throw okay. out some Muncie. names and then move I mean, on. You okay. Can do that. Three. <laughs> three very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Muncie. All right. All right. We're out right. Kiki. You're good. Yeah. Kiki, Kiki, right? Kiki yeah. Garcia, yeah. yeah. Hernandez, we're, but sure. Hernandez. I mean, we're not having a conversation, but you're saying names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm more old school, but I know the old players, you know. Well, that doesn't help you now, Felipe. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Honestly. Unless it's an old timers game. And then they'll have Fernando. Oh, I'm like, oh, look, there goes Kenny Landstrokes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there goes yeah. Senator Steve Sachs. Wow. <laughs> Felipe, you're a miracle. Hey, um, the Bad Ombre Tour, which is a hilarious title, by the way, kind of make it a play on your Spanish, yes, it is, is. Uh, coming to the Microsoft Theater this Friday. Yes, we're very excited, man. Hope people show up. More than 6,000. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 
Again, no Wait, reason. it holds 6,000. You want more than 6,000 to show up? You know, I want people to, people to say, man, I couldn't get in. Right. So I went to go watch a Clipper game. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's actually how a lot of Clipper games get sold out. <laughs> yes, yeah, everything else is hopefully booked. Hopefully, uh, you get into a Clipper game with my ticket stubs, you know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one, people. So the Shit Microsoft up. Theater yes. this Friday night. Tickets are on sale now to see the great Felipe Asparza at AXS.com. That will be a super fun night. It's going to be you, funny, man. We have a bad opening up for us called Tropa Magica. We have a, a, a very underground comedian from San Francisco named Larry Bubbles Brown. I mean, this guy's like the king of the one-liners. Like, um, people should have discovered him, this guy, 30 years ago. Because 20 years ago, he was on Letterman. Okay. Oh, yeah, right. years ago. He holds a record of the biggest gap between Letterman. Appearances? Yeah, it's <laughs> quite oh, a wow. record. He did one in 94 mm-hmm. and then another one in 2006. Oh my they, God. Lose, they lose wow. his number? Man. <laughs> yes. What's his name again? Larry me? Bubbles Brown. And he All opens right. up for like a lot of great comics, like for Dana Carvey. And, um, That's very cool. And Felipe Esparza. David mm-hmm. Tell. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to say come for the opener, leave before Felipe. Man. That's what I'm going to say. You stay. You stay. Yeah. Nice. Man. You stay for Felipe. Getting back to Mexico, man, I was nervous because somebody told me, like, bro, you got to be careful. Like, don't go to don't go like to these alleys, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because they call it like the like the um the cobra alley or the snake mm-hmm. alley, and I, and I wanted to know check it out. No. So my friend, well, why do they call it that? He goes, can you walk in there? Because you got people calling, you got women and or men calling you like this. Oh. Like a rattlesnake. They call it rattlesnake Ooh. alley. Yeah. So they go. They just want to hang out. And then they go. Yeah. I don't think they want to be pals. Rattlesnake alley, where the women go. Huh. What happens when you go hang out? I have no idea, man. I'm not going down Ali. I have bad luck at Ali. When I went to Amsterdam, I went to the red light district, and I went to the wrong section. It was like the one for um, transgender mm, men. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I get to the first window I, I saw was some... You're like, it was uh, all like males, no. you know? Right. Guys and thongs and that stuff. That sounds like it's worth paying extra for, Felipe. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, those, that red light was hot because nobody turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> Felipe will tell you the rest of the story this Friday yes, night I will. at the Microsoft Theater. He is a great comedian. You guys trust us on this. You're going to love him. Tickets on sale now at AXS.com. Don't miss him Friday night at Microsoft. Felipe Esparza. So great hey, to see you again, my up, friend. Fool. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you're just tuning in, ladies and gentlemen, it's the return of the monkey. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Kevin is back from L vacation. Really? <laughs> well, you were in Spade. I was in Spade. So Correct, yes. I figured that was appropriate. Here, how was it? Here's how I knew it was going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. When I showed up, I still had my suitcase and I was walking down my street and the street was completely blocked. Cab driver said, sorry, there's a parade 
I can't get you in. So I was fighting my way through a crowd, and then I heard all of these fireworks, and I was like, this is my this is my life right here. I love fireworks. <laughs> you love things blown up. I love fireworks. <laughs> so there, there are these people that are walking through the street, which is a relatively narrow street, and just cannons of fireworks. A lot of louds. Zero cops anywhere, and just mm-hmm. people running out into the middle of the street and getting close and getting, you know, um, fireworks all over them. How stoked were I you? I was so happy. I, I, I they said, "Oh, you uh, make sure that you keep everything because there's a lot of pickpockets." Blah blah blah. So I looked around. And I saw an old lady. And I was like, "Watch my suitcase." I hadn't even checked in yet, and I just ran out. I just ran out. And I was like running around, and the couple of uh, embers got on the top of my head, and I was like, "That is a volcano," and I need to get. Put, I started slapping myself in the head. This is all in the first, like, 15 minutes. And then I looked around and was like, oh, they're all wearing their hoodies. Okay, now I get it. So I see. So, so I got, none of those would have been legal in California. None oh, of God, no. And there okay. was zero, zero police. There was no one that cared that this was happening. Here's what was a, the occasion? Do you know? Oh, my God. Those are, like, sparklers on crack. Oh, my God. Yeah, but they have, they're like cannons. It looks like a, a, like a riot. Yes, it was a riot. Yeah, it was celebrating something in particular. It was literally in Spain, five feet in front of my uh, place. Yes, it's called La Marseille, and it's like a four-day festival. And I had no idea that that was the opening night. Perfect. But I do, I do love my fireworks quite a bit. Yeah, you do. Got back on the scooter, did fine. Oh, did fine. Returned to the scene of the crime. You got to get on, get back on the horse, right? Mm Yeah. So no buses. No. No, okay. I was good. This time I, I learned from the last time uh-huh. where I did <clears throat> unfortunately hit a bus. But then there was this weird thing, and I don't really speak Spanish. Oh, okay. What? My best Spanish is habla inglés. Mm-hmm. I can okay. say that. You, what's your other good Spanish? Sindientes, <laughs> <laughs> por favor. Uh, boca, por favor. Okay. <laughs> um, but I saw a girl mm-hmm. in a Quitters Never Give Up. No, no, you what? did not. T-shirt. No. A Kevin now, Bean T-shirt in Spain? That has my face oh. on it. No. So I go up to her and I realize uh, in my enthusiasm, like, she's a little scared of me. Right. Because I was like, hey, habla uh, inglés. <laughs> because I figured that's the only way she would know this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's from, she I'm, I'm from Montebello, you dork. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I couldn't figure out how to say, like, like I was pointing at, the, at her shirt, mm-hmm. and then I was pointing at my face. I don't know why. Sure. Like, yeah. It's all I could think of. Right. And I can't think of the word face. I could just think of cabeza, no mm-hmm. head. Right. So then I was just, she didn't like that You don't suggestion. want to say that, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but and she's C. It, <laughs> it was probably 40 seconds of terror for her. Uh-huh. Like, I was just, I was excited. Well, I plus saw you're it. pointing at her chest yes. and yes. you're pointing at yeah. you and I'm pointing at my yeah. face <laughs> yeah and you're saying you're pointing at her and pointing at her chest going my face my face in there my face in there <laughs> she's like what como se dice motorboat the Kevin and Bean show the world famous K-Rock this is very interesting a little off your information from Jen Sturger and Cody Decker the hosts of Swings and Misses on Radio.com app we just found out that it's our podcast oh. that sucks their podcast is great <laughs> yeah it's really good we do so ask everybody that has a podcast dark side yeah. <laughs> so it's just sub- it's just something they're they're screwing intentionally with the Kevin and Bean podcast, but your podcast, Smooth the Silk. Yeah. Uh, 
Comparative. Comparatively. Please help our narrative. It's all you could, uh, it's all you could hear the show live Monday through Friday from 10 till 1 on radio.com slash sports or get the podcast. So much to catch up on. And I guess we might as well start, you guys, with did somebody over overpay for Jared Goff based on what we saw yesterday? Yes. Um, <laughs> A disaster yeah. well, the for the Rams with, quarterback. The big thing with Goff was they were talking about his hand size. You know, that was like always his thing um, when the draft was coming up is whether or not he had large enough hands to be a adequate quarterback. Right. And I think that his ability to protect the ball is kind of showing that now. Mm. I think his bigger issue is anytime there's any pressure, if you play, face a defense that's got a line that's going to come after you, any pressure at all, he panics. It's like he's made out of graham crackers. Yeah. But if he's got, if his line's protecting him and gives him a little bit of time, he's quite good. But we showed yesterday, you know, three interceptions, what, two, two one fumble, fumble? One, one fumble. fumble. Oof. He threw for 500 yards, and it was a bad game. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I still can't understand how this team is 3-1. and one. Like, I was watching them, and I'm like, They're this a is good a, team. Not They're really. They're still a good team. Their defense is really good, except for right. yesterday, apparently. Except for yesterday, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, that was a well, shootout. Well, they only gave up 55 points yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> to the box. To the box, My team. Yeah. Um, Sorry, but guys. Is, 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 there any, is there any difference from, I mean, look, this is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Are you saying that there's a marked difference in Jared Goff this year versus last year, or no? I don't know if there's not necessarily a difference. I think it's just people are figuring them out, yeah. figuring out that offense a little bit better. I mean, they did score a lot of points. He threw over 60 passes. Yeah. I mean, that offense, crazy compared to yeah, yeah, that offense is basing everything around him right now, and uh, it's, it's, it's the cracks are showing. But Sean McVay's still hot. Oh yeah! Right? Okay. Oh, just yeah. Clear. Just okay. What a look! Sure. So, Cody, you, would you say a fourth of the way into the NFL season, you would be worried if you were a Rams fan? I would be. I don't okay. think. They're, I don't think they're the team eh, that. Come on! I'm worried. Okay, One I think, loss is all it takes think, for you to pull the emergency. No, cord. no, no. I think they're going to make playoffs. I think they're going to be out of the first round of playoffs. You sound oh. like, like my a, family member because I come from a long line of mass holes. And <laughs> yesterday, my father he called. He's like, these Patriots. I mean. They lost that game. And I'm like, Dad, they won. <laughs> yeah, come on. They lost that game. They oh, you didn't like shut crap. them out? Calm down. <laughs> like, that is who you sound like. You oh, can't not, be happy about that. I'm not that. a Rams fan. I don't He's care about Raiders the Rams. I'm a Raiders fan. Oh, that's Raiders right. fan. I'm an L.A. Raiders yeah. fan. So he's still. feeling himself yeah. this that's morning. What it two is. and two, baby. Two and two. Like a true Raiders fan. It's a little sad that there's that much excitement for two and two. For 500, yes. What a season. All right. I made him take his spikes off before he came in. Are you guys moving to Las Vegas with the team? Is that the next step for, for your family? Sundays, baby. Jen, yep. we're getting on a car. I'm going to get a Mad Max mobile. No. We're going to drive <laughs> no. all the way through the 15. No. Jen in the front with a guitar no. playing. No. No. <laughs> Jen's face right now. All right. Let's go to Miami. And explain to me. I know the Chargers won, which is great, but anyone can beat the Dolphins. The people in this room can beat the Dolphins. But explain to me how a streak was broken yesterday. Yesterday that has stood for what over thirty five years since the Chargers won a game. Eight years. How the last that, time the Chargers beat the Dolphins in Miami, uh, Philip Rivers wasn't even born yet. Whoa! That's oh my gosh! Astonishing. Yeah. Why? Wow. But uh, how would there be any kind of institutional memory in a franchise through all the different players in thirty eight years that it would allow that to happen? Uh, See, I don't think it. I think those stats are all bogus. Yeah, because each season is different. But thirty eight years, yes. Kevin. Yeah, but. 
How many times did they play in Miami? Exactly. Not that often. Not that, right. not that often. So, I don't know. I just think those stats that, are That and the Chargers have always been yeah, you pretty know, bad. Pretty I bad. think this is only uh, Rivers' like fourth time he's been in Miami. He's played in Miami. So, it's not as many as you would think. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Okay. But still, nice to get a W. All right. Let's talk baseball. Yeah. yeah. Finally. Kevin, are you excited? The, we know, the we know atmosphere he... in the room changed drastically <laughs> when you said baseball. I, I would like to say, in Kevin's defense, by the way, he is not a baseball fan. He's been very open about that. But the last two years, he has caught a tiny bit of Dodger fever as they advance through the playoffs. Well, you do start to get into it. I mean, almost everyone I know is a huge fan, so you mm-hmm. do start to root for You want your friends to be happy, of course. But you even watched some games last year, which was amazing to be in the play in the World Series. He doesn't have to fall asleep. My daughter was so angry at me. She was <laughs> so watching. Baseball. Yeah, she's like, what are we doing? <laughs> so, wild card, uh, Cody and Jen, wild card game today. We'll find out whether the Dodgers face Milwaukee or Washington. Who are you hoping for, if anyone? Well, uh, I grew up a Dodger fan, so but I'm not really one anymore. I, I, they never paid me. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I will say that if you're a Dodger fan, you are hoping to God the Nationals win this game. Mm-hmm. Because the Brewers, uh, their winning percentage during the month of September was unheard of. It was over 800. And that's Yelich. Yeah, yeah, without the best oh player in the National right. League. Wow. They won almost every game in September. They are the hottest team in baseball right now. And if the Dodgers have to go up against them, the Dodgers might not make it out of that series. And is the oh Brewers the team that has like a different pitcher, it seems like, every runner, yes. every uh, guy that comes yeah. up? They yeah. need to because their pitching is not very good. Wow. That's their problem. That's what makes for a fascinating and fast, fast-paced game. Well said. Yeah, is that you bring yeah. in a, a, what pitcher to throw one pitch? Yeah. Yeah, you go, right, their box scores are crazy because yeah. it's, like, it's like 15, 20 pitchers and it makes no sense, but it's they've been it's winning. As long they've as the winning. entire roster yeah. Yeah. for the game. Yeah. Okay, okay, I don't, I don't and, and the Dodgers are going to play that exact same game yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. They need to save their arms because they only have a few arms that are really producing at the moment. So I think the Do- if the Dodgers play the Nationals, who I think is going to win tonight's ga- that game, yeah. I think the Nationals will win because their pitching is better. But in a one-game playoff, if it was a full series, the, na- the Nationals would not beat the Brewers. Going against the Dodgers, you want the Nationals if you're a Dodger fan. Okay. You do not want to see those Brewers across the field from you. Who is your team now? Whoever pays me last, so I was the Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really love I really loved playing for the Diamondbacks. And I like playing for the Red Sox. And I was a Padre for seven years, so it's kind of... Uh, my, my view of baseball fandom is very skewed. Now mm. it's just I want good games. Mm-hmm. Okay. W- would we be stunned by the reality of being a, a Major League Baseball player, Cody? Uh, There's a lot of stuff that you guys keep in the locker room that we just wouldn't believe is happening. Yes. Yes. Like, I, nothing I, you I, would say in front of your wife, though. Oh, I would tell her everything. She knows it all. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 like, I, I got into a lot of trouble because I started making, like, viral videos about it, and they did yeah. not like that I was pulling back mm-hmm. the curtain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, during a rain delay, I would, like, stage jousts. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, kind of baseball see, Kevin, I can get in on. Now, exactly. yeah. now I'm in. Exactly. Yeah. I, I convinced a teammate of mine that uh, one of our players was deaf for an entire month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For an entire month. For an entire, entire month. month. I forgot I was doing the prank, and he would do something stupid to remind me. I'm like, oh, this is still going on. Wait a minute. This was huge news. Yeah, yeah it was. It went viral. We, we covered that on the news. Yeah. KTLA. Yeah. That was you. That was me. Oh, my gosh. That is fantastic. Yeah. And he never heard, like, you never caught him or anything over that month? No, he was too, he was too stupid. Oh. Yeah. Like, baseball. He wouldn't even know. Right? Baseball. He would, like, a, a catcher would go out to the mound and cover his face and talk to the pitcher, and Jeff didn't even realize that, wait a second, that's the death kid. Yeah. He's not um, reading his lips. He didn't even so, notice. So he'd come in and be like, great job, Jorge. Way to go. He actually did that. Oh, 
thumbs amazing. Giant thumbs up, big gestures. Oh, so amazing. Wow. With the, uh, with the postseason for Los Angeles beginning tomorrow night, I need a prediction from Jen and from Cody. Swings and misses here, radio.com. Um, how does the Dodger season end this year? Jen, go for it. Oh, Jen. In a devastating loss to the Astros. No, no. <laughs> so you think they make oh, the World Series, though, at least? Yeah. Okay, uh, I think the safe, it sounds like Cody doesn't. No, the safe money was to say it was to say that the Dodgers make the World Series. They they had 106 wins, which yeah. is a Dodgers Massive, single season yeah. record. It's amazing. Yes. That being said, the National League is a lot more Wild West ish. Uh, the Braves are really good. Yeah. The Cardinals are good, and the the just the Brewers are just ridiculously surging. Like they, it's all about who's really hot right now. Mm-hmm. So that's where the Dodgers might come with the trouble. But the safe money is still the Dodgers. The Astros are just that much better than everyone. Yeah, uh, like I'm a Tampa Bay fan. I don't have much hope, but we made it into the the talk, you know. Yeah. Right. So you're both predicting the third consecutive World Series loss for the Dodgers this time to the Astros. Yes, they are the Buffalo Bills of Major League Baseball. Oh, this is a very happening. sad way wow, to end the segment, hurts. you guys. This is rough. Wow. Very, I'm very sorry. sad. I'm sorry. I know they're great, but come on, the Astros <laughs> are just ridiculous. Tell us about the deaf guy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Time for a final look at what's happening. What's going on, Allie? Well, Netflix has renewed the worldwide hit Stranger Things for a fourth season and they've signed their series creators and showrunners the Duffer Brothers to a multi-year film and series overall deal do, do, do we need all of that people seem to love Stranger Things you guys I just wonder sometimes I haven't been watching Stranger Things since the first season but I just mm-hmm. wonder sometimes if things go on because they're making a lot of money mm-hmm. and creatively maybe they don't need to. Um if you're going to make a lot of money, yeah, from Netflix's point of view, yeah, of you're going to keep making then it. Then creatively yeah. they need to go on, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Netflix, uh you know what comes out this Friday? The Irishman, I hope. Okay, is I was it? going with Dolomite is my name. Then it's not. Oh, yeah. 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 I think sure the Irish one's a little, little uh, later. A little later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, in the lead up to it coming out, the New York Times did a really sprawling interview with Eddie Murphy, where he talked about a whole bunch of stuff. But he um, admitted that his 1987 stand-up special Raw was very tough for him to watch. Now he said, "I was a young guy processing a broken heart, kind of an a-hole." Wow. Is what he said. Um, he talked about um, all sorts of stuff in this interview, but he also was like, listen, I, I'm not afraid of cancel culture at all, but I'd like to, you know, hit delete on some of the things I said. And he is, he's come out before yeah. and apologized for um, the AIDS jokes that he made. Yeah. Um, so it was a very interesting read, but he talks about how proud he is of Dolomite is my name. So he he really is like, uh, here's what he said. I didn't want to just pop back up. I wanted a funny movie to remind them that they liked me. And he thinks <laughs> he thinks this is it. He's really proud of Dolomite. It's not is Norbert? My name. Norbert? Norbert? Norbert. I Norbert. I don't think it's <laughs> that one. can't even say it right. It's so painful. Yeah. He it's, is a good actor, too. He is. I mean, yeah. He is. Absolutely. So I'm super psyched about this. And by the way, not, the, not to defend anything Eddie Murphy said in the 80s. But you could be openly homophobic, and there was no backlash in the 80s. It was very different. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Everybody made AIDS jokes mm-hmm. in the 80s. Especially Bean. Especially Bean. It's like every other sentence. Mm-hmm. But speaking Whoa. of Dolomite is my name, he said, this movie turned out so strong that I figured this is a great way to come back. So, all right. That's great. 
Can't wait to see that. Uh, he can also be seen on SNL, which he hosts on October 25th, and the sequel to Coming to America. I mean, he's got so much lined up. I'm very excited. Yeah, it's great to have him back. Absolutely. Uh, Beer Mug, you ever been down under? Ever been to Australia? Never been down under, no. All right. Uh, The Australian wing of Domino's Pizza has posted a job opening. You can make 20 bucks an hour as the chief garlic bread tester. All right. You're going to make 20 bucks an hour giving feedback on garlic bread and other Domino's it menu items. It pleases me. Off with their head. <laughs> Bring me more garlic bread. I don't think they're an off with your heads kind of <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I don't know. Who I don't know. this? Murder them. This is a bad garlic bread. <laughs> the ideal candidate has a minimum of five years experience um, eating garlic bread. Yeah, That's you. That okay. Is pre-diabetes, check. <laughs> Has a detailed understanding of the pizza and garlic bread relationship. Oh, check. Wow. Has working taste buds. Check. Has burned their fingers at least once, not able to wait for the garlic bread to cool down. Check, check, check. check. Is that you, Muggs? Okay. Sure. And... Has a history of reviewing other people's food choices, oh. whether solicited or unsolicited. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you gonna and finish eating other people's food off of their plate yeah. too? Absolutely. By the way, absolutely. Is there anything in there about eating Chinese leftovers at seven a.m. at a radio station? <laughs> Nothing, but I'm uh, sure okay. it'll help. I'm sure it will help. Dang, uh, well, Bums, are you sure you've never been to Australia? Because I, I seem. To... Let me check the tape here. Oh. You know, I've never been to Australia, oh. but <laughs> I've been very immersed in the culture ever since a young lad. Uh, I had Vegemite when I was in. <laughs> Fourth grade, and I had a pin, I had a pen pal in Sydney in sixth grade. Oh, those well, are two yeah. great stories that I'd like to buy the pal. rights to. Do you ever do you ever worry that those two things were the peak of your life? That, like you'll never. Everything else goes downhill. Yeah. I'm trying to hide that audio. Wow, you were super immersed in the Australian culture. You, really were. you were basically. Would a, you say that's crikey? <laughs> you, were, you were basically an Irwin. <laughs> well, all you have to do now, uh, Beer Mug, is submit a 200 word essay or a 30 second video mm, explaining oh, why you're the best. Oh, you can do a 30 second video. You can do the yeah, 30 second video. Okay, okay, video. No. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. No, no. <laughs> Would you say that's crikey? <laughs> Sounds like you're smacking. Very odd. Very odd. Uh, You guys, uh, I didn't know that this was such a huge conspiracy, but Christy Brinkley is firing back at a vocal set of critics, including talk show host Wendy Williams, who all say she faked her dancing with the star's injury. Just to have her daughter on? This, has been, to have this her... has been floated before, right, Allie? Uh, Others yeah. have said this. Uh, yes, but now she's posting videos and showing her bruises online. So people said, that's uh, a totally fake injury. You did it just so your 21-year-old daughter's career could have a boost by her stepping right in. But she said she took to Instagram on Friday to show off the bruises on her arm near the cast that she's been wearing since the injury. And she said, it goes against my better judgment to acknowledge haters and conspiracy theorists. But because this involves my precious daughter, I'm setting the record straight. It's sad that we live in a time where the truth is not as scintillating as hurtful lies. Uh, it would, wouldn't it be difficult to make sure your daughter's taking over for you? 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like her daughter's uh, yeah, not famous. Know not, that she, ahead of time. Right. Yeah. She's not super famous or anything. So if she were to go down, they're like, oh, we had Urkel on B. You know, he was waiting. Right. Like, I, I can't imagine they were. She's like, oh, I have pre-planned. somebody. Oh, oh I have yeah. somebody. Yeah. I have somebody. Yeah. And that she, like, had a doctor that would be like, listen, just make it look good. Yeah. But I'll put a cast on anyway. I mean, Wendy right, Williams, Williams. Calm your teeth. How you doing? I think we're, we're doing okay. But Anytime we can go against Team Wendy Williams, I'm agreed. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Bojack Horseman riding off into the L.A. sunset because Netflix announced that the forthcoming sixth season of the adult animated comedy will be its last. They also revealed that the concluding season will air in two parts. The first one will be launching this October on the 25th, and then they're going to wait for the second half to launch on January 31st of next year. A lot of sad, sad sounds. <laughs> really bummed uh, out over yeah. there. Huh? Yeah. And BoJack Horseman, of course, uh, features the voice of Will Arnett as a former 90s sitcom star who is also a horse. Get well, into that, it, guys. I mean, that's why all the sadness, though, because what yeah. does an out-of-work horse do? There aren't yeah. that true. many jobs available in Hollywood. Watch it now. Yeah. If yeah. you haven't binged at all, BoJack Horseman, now's the time. Would I like it, Jensen? I love it. I think you would like it, yes. He okay. doesn't like anything he doesn't like animated. But it's like the least animated He hates thing. animated. It's, like a, it's grounded. He hates fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it funny? Because it's, he likes funny. It's emotional and but funny. But he hates fun. Okay. Well, Remember, I mean, this... Alison Brie is a voice. Yeah. Right? <gasps> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he also hates horses. Right. I don't mind horses. No, you hate him. I remember really don't mind horses. I've never him. wanted to yeah. own one, but I don't, I don't hate him. Remember, you were like, I hate horses, and I loved when Wendy's served horse meat back in the 80s. I don't think any of that is true. I mean, yeah. yeah, you said that. I don't think Wendy's ever came out and admitted they served horse meat, did they? I mean, not technically. I just, as a kid, remember that. Was that not real? <laughs> don't think that, that was, was real. Not real. <laughs> it was never real. Okay. It was never real. Wendy's yeah. never real. Always stick with the show. stuff you remember mm-hmm. as a kid. Right. Yes. Yeah. It was possum. <laughs> was it really? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, what it doubling was. down on the sponsorship? <laughs> Wait, no. Are you being serious? No. No. Oh. no. Okay. No, no fast food restaurant that is still in business has ever been caught serving bottom no. to Americans. <laughs> it was good old cows. Shame, but... is what it was. Yeah, it was cows. Kevin would eat a possum burger. I'd try it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'd try it. This is a man who ran out and had fireworks explode <laughs> on his head, so I don't think he's currently thinking of his health. How dare you? Yeah. Allie? She's looking up the rumors of the 80s Wendy's burgers. Battle over blame after horse meat found in beef products. When was that? I don't think it's that Wendy's. That was Wendy's. Is it <laughs> another sponsor? It's in Europe. No, it's in Europe. I hope it's another sponsor. It's Let's someone. just wipe out all the sponsors while yeah. we're at it. You have anything you want to say about burger? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Disneyland. <laughs> Joke. Oh, goodness gracious. You guys, I... I'm sorry that I find this so enjoyable, but I need a guy on the show to take part of it because women uh, are bombarded every single day by Instagram influencers telling us about their flat tummy tea. Um, Use this silk pillowcase. It's going to help with wrinkles. Don't eat this because it causes bloat. So when I see... Something called Jawline Me, promising customers will get a chiseled jawline if they just chew on this ball 10 minutes a day for three months. And balls, I see... balls, 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 balls. And I see Instagram influencers telling dudes, yeah, you want a perfect jawline. 
Get these. They come at three different resistance levels. Beauty is pain, guys, and I need you to start putting some balls in your mouth and chewing. You guys, tone your jaw. Who doesn't want a chiseled jawline? Okay, I've sir. never really thought of my jaw. Mm-hmm. Aren't there also issues with uh, losing all your teeth? Well, dentists also say, hey, uh, <laughs> careful, because you could uh, crack or break your teeth. Sindiente. So, without teeth, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you're way. just gumming it, Yeah, that's why one not? way to make your jaw tighter. Yeah. Get rid of all you'll your a, teeth. You'll have a great jaw. Yeah. But no teeth. It'll all suck no in. teeth, yeah. Just saying. Mugs, I ordered it, and uh, it gets here Wednesday. Congrats. My jaw doesn't need working out, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. I'm not no. positive. Can you explain? Honestly, I don't you know wanna, what you mean. If not you sure. Can, I don't clarify think, because... You know, because I work out my jaw on things. I like ball go, play. Do you go to the gym or whatever and use the like a jaw machine? Keep those jaw machines in. <laughs> when is the last time you've ever gone to a gym? If ever. The jaw machine is always taken. You know, the jaw machine. <laughs> <laughs> what gym are you going to? Um, you guys know there's always such I'm a long line. line. Yeah, there's always such a long line at the jaw machine. <laughs> All right. I think we, uh, we are picking up what you're putting down. Some birthdays for you. T-Pain, Kenley Jansen, Ezra Miller, Kieran Culkin, Marion Cotillard. Bonkers. I just see, you say that her eyes are bonkers. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're, they're not. She's no. a gorgeous woman. I'm not saying she's not gorgeous. I'm just saying. Bonkers. Her eyes are, are fine. Where Do you is think she they're, that they're just beautiful. too big? They're a little big and they're also, I'm not positive which one's looking in which direction. All right. <laughs> Lacey Chabert, Eric Stoltz, Jenna Elfman, Fran Drescher, and one of our favorite people here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Thank you. When he comes in <laughs> oh, to wow. talk about Arrested Development, Veep, he was most recently Forky. He's just an all-around good human being. Happy birthday to Tony Hale. And that's what's he happening. shame to us and continues to bring shame to us. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. Thanks, Ellie. Like you drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. We have CM Punk in studio. Yeah. What? We have animal stories. Is it too early to start decorating for Halloween? It's October 1st. It's Hell too no. late. Hell no. Too late, And losers. we have tickets for Universal Studios Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights as well tomorrow morning on an all-new Kevin and Bean Show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Am I in hell? I deserve this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.